Hello, just a pre-show announcement. Um, this episode is just Marcel and I doing a review of Justice League. Uh, usually when we do a podcast, we'll just do our regular podcast. We make notes and then we go down the list. But for some reason, Marcel and I hadn't talked the week before. So when we finally got on the phone, uh, it was basically diarrhea of the mouth. We ended up talking for almost three hours and a good two and a half hours before we even got to the review. So um, all you're going to hear today is just our review. And then next week will be the other part of this same episode. Um, also, in this particular episode, there is some technical difficulties. And I apologize in advance. I tried to fix it in post. But there is a uh, from time to time, there will be a slight lag um, where, uh, it sounds like we're out of sync. Like I might say something and Mar- Marcel respond a little, a little too soon or a little late or in vice versa. And, uh, it was just something weird going on when, uh, when we do these podcasts remotely, it, it just opens us up for a lot of uh, technical difficulties. So I apologize in advance and, um, but it's still very listenable. So, uh, Please listen. Thanks for listening and uh, on with the show. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, after our long <laughs> conversation, because uh, Marcel and I hadn't talked on the phone in like over a week, so we tend to do that part of the conversation before we actually do the podcast. So all mm-hmm. all that we have left, and then we're calling it a day, is our review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. All right. Now, we usually, when we talk about movies mm-hmm. that we both watch that we're going to review at the same time, we have like a one to one out of five. You've had some time to think about it, your your decision, which I think was okay. Uh, so I'm giving I'm giving you an opportunity to, to either uh, just give it a second thought uh, on a scale I give of it one a to 4. five. Eight, like I did before, I'm going to double down on it because the movie to me gave everybody a great story and everybody all the characters were a part of it and that's what i love but then again it was four hours long and when you have four hours of movie you can do that but the heart of the movie as this one uh reviewer wrote was cyborg and i didn't expect he was the heart and soul of that movie you know not necessarily the centerpiece but the heart of it was him and his struggle to overcome being a machine or at least 90 percent machine and and I like the way Superman came back this time as yeah. opposed to last time with the do you bleed? I thought that was just corny as fuck. I liked the way he came back. I liked how Steppenwolf looked. He looked much better this time than he did last time. The CGI would seem to be better. The fight scenes seemed to be better. And the movie for the most for all intents and purposes made sense. I got it. For, it was a cohesive 
movie from beginning to end, and it didn't feel like four hours, man. I'm sitting there like, oh, it's over? God damn, I didn't didn't feel like four hours at all to me. I loved it. I'm glad that they did it. And I hope the studio learns that sometimes you need to just let a guy do what he does and not fuck with it. He made this, he gave the DCE universe a second shot with this cut of this movie. There's a, it, it has a, it has life now, a real life. I, I do. I believe that there's, that there's a chance now. That? Will they fuck it up? Don't know. Okay. But there's but there's life now. There's a chance. Oh, they because he put everything in place, and you don't even need Flashpoint really to 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 reset everything. This movie kind of reset everything because of how 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 cohesive it was, how how everybody's actions were explained, how every it just, and they even they even gave Darkseid's motive for what he wants to do. So people are like, "What's a Darkseid?" Now you know who Darkseid is. And I, 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 I thought it was fantastic. Now, you, I don't think, loved it as much as I do, but go ahead. I absolutely did not love it. Um, I give it... <gasps> you bastard, a why? Two and a half. Oh, God. I'm going to get into the why. But let's stay on your love fest for just a little bit. Um, I'm just going to tell you things I liked about it first. Now, the movie <laughs> should not be four hours. It didn't need to be. But um, I did appreciate the added action. The action that he shot was much yes. better than the action Whedon shot. I mean, Whedon's was... I, I liked it... Uh, I like that it was rated R because mm-hmm. the way the tone and everything is, it kind of needed to be. Uh, you know, it, it, I don't know. It just I appreciated that. I kind of liked like that part, but that that's doesn't really make a. That's just something I liked. Um, I liked that there was more mm-hmm. cyborg. I liked that there was more everybody. It kind of gave a lot a. Um, right. You know, this felt more like explained characters. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stay on the good. So I'm just gonna talk about the good because I'm gonna tear I'm gonna tear this movie apart. Um, <laughs> um uh I really liked Warrior. Yeah, you did. You saw yeah. more of a warrior Wonder Woman in this one. I really liked that. She was like, mm-hmm. you know, she was badass, cutting heads off, killed all the dudes in the bank because Whedon's fucking cut was like uh, you know, you you know, we thought they were there to rob the place and kill some people, but their whole reasons, yeah, uh, they just wanted they to burn it up. They just wanted were, to were completely it. new. I mean, well, you know, mm-hmm. that's a totally different narrative than what Whedon did. Um, I liked the, her the action sequence was really good. The her entry into the story that was I thought it was oh, pretty badass. Was cool. The way yeah. you know saw her blocking the bullets and shit. And then she was just, she was just killing dudes left and right with, you know, with her uh, blocks and shit. I, I liked it a lot. She was, I liked her action. Um, um, I liked that this, no, this version yeah. of the Flash. He's not a fucking wimp. He's been a Flash. He's been a Flash 
He's been saving people because it was that was a whole dilemma. Oh, I I just push mm-hmm. people. That always annoyed me about the original. He goes, I just what what can I do? I just push people and run away. I was like, yeah. I remember thinking Flash is way more powerful than that. I mean, yes, if you want to really chop it up to, uh, you know, to just uh, crudely, yeah, he technically does that. But this guy can run, you know, mm-hmm. he can go back in time. He can do all kinds of shit. But to make him seem like a a wimp and uh, to just moves fast, I never liked. I liked that he he's been saying people a while. You know, he's he was already the Flash yeah. when Bruce okay. came to him. So, you know, it was, I like that. Um, I like a thing I really like. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like the, taking the out that we yeah, put in. I, I'm with you on that. I'm gl- I like that, even though the four three is a stupid thing when you're putting your movie on TV. You know, because the four three ratio was uh, for um, it's for you know, um, um, not a. Uh, not widescreen. It's a four-three ratios for. Um, I, I yeah, I know uh, Omnimax. What is yeah, it? I what am it. I thinking? IMAX. So, uh, so I, I, but it did. But other than that, it looked really good. He did a lot better color correction than fucking Whedon did. Everything is an orange. But uh, it was just a, it, you know, it is beautifully shot, and, and the the visual was good enough. To where after a while you just totally forget mm-hmm. about the four three ratio that you know it just I hate it, but uh, I'm uh, I'm glad yeah. uh, that it was just well uh, shot. It looked great. Go ahead, I'm waiting. Okay, this this movie is the same movie, the same house. It's the same house. They just put walls. They just rearranged how the inside is. You get to the same destination, the same, which I, the, the, the story just has fucking problems. Uh, it's just, there's too many little dumb things that the movie does. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's a signature of Snyder to do slow mo, but he, and he does in all his movies, all of them. You know, Watchmen has it, 300 has it, uh, God, um, Sucker Punch has it. He that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Even even Dawn of the Dead has it, but um, he puts it in nonsensical places where you don't need it. It's like, oh, I see why this movie's four hours because we got about twenty minutes, about twenty minutes of slow mo. Okay, I caught me off guard. Go ahead, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the fact that this movie does too many things. I mean, he wants to appeal to a broad audience, but it's doing way too many things to uh, that are just super. I mean, okay, how many people, unless they look at the fucking, uh, the, how many people realize that that girl he meets at the, yes, is the, they made such a big deal about him meeting Iris. Now, you know, she's Iris. I know she's Iris. The average person that wanted to watch this movie has no idea. It's just some chick. So why put so much emphasis on him saving her and them staring at each other? And even, I forget the actress's name, because um, we're never going to see her again. I mean, for people who don't know, that becomes the Flash's wife eventually. 
And, um, but they, so why even have that scene? That entire scene didn't need to be there other than show how, you know, with him moving her around and that it was just, it, it was unneeded. Or the scene where, um, how weird, uh, or, or we have to watch two minutes of, of um, Batman going to find Aquaman. Okay, so he goes there. What's up with the Norwegian girls just singing out of the blue and then the other girl sniffing his, uh, uh, his uh, musk on his sweater? Uh, it was just, uh, it was like, why is, this, why is this weird scene here? It is like, there's a lot of those scenes. It's like, now some scenes actually connect the dots. They're mostly, this movie is mostly complied, uh, uh, it's mostly deleted scenes, extended scenes, mm-hmm. and rearranged edits of scenes. And and then anything that you know, and anything that um, that uh, Whedon shot is just removed completely, which I agree with. Except for one thing, I did like the fact that um, when when they resurrect Superman. By the way, folks, we're going to go all over the place. I'm you know with this movie, we're not going to go through it beat by beat. But um, when they resurrect mm-hmm. Superman and he's, you know, he's wigging out and there's a scene that we didn't put in and like, what are we going to do if he, you know, if he wants to fight us right. and then Batman, because he's always 10 steps ahead. He's like, he's like, um, well, I got a, I got a plan in case that happens. And his plan in Whedon's version was that, you know, he had Lois, Lois was going right. to calm him down. And that's, you know, that's what happened. Um, instead, you know, Snyder has her just because she goes mm. to the same place every day to give coffee to one of the cops there. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I and, that, that was just a little too convenient. I, I, I get it. It was just, I mean, I get why he take out Whedon stuff because the way Whedon got in, I didn't realize that I did some reading because of, you know, it's, this all this stuff is up in the news again. Whedon's a, fu- I mean, it, we already know he's been me too because he's done some fucking shady shit and the. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Ray Fisher, the guy who plays Cyborg, he's tight with, 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 uh, uh, with Snyder. Those two are, are, those two are tight. And uh, when uh, Whedon, uh, when it looked like, you know, because, you know, uh, Snyder left because his daughter killed herself. And... Um, Oh, is that what happened? He tried to come back and work, and he realized like, no, I can't do this. I didn't. I'm, that's wow. That's too bad. Yeah, I didn't you didn't know, know that. that? Yes, yes, yeah. His daughter was uh, him and his wife. His daughter was t- his oldest daughter. I guess he has a couple daughters. Uh, she was uh, twenty. She wow. was uh, she went, had a lot of bouts of depression. She killed her. She killed herself. Um. He of course left the production. The production kind of stopped, um, and and he was like, uh, after a couple of months, he came back, and he was like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to bury myself in work. I need to distract myself. And after, but he was already fighting with the studio. The studio was like fighting him on every every move, and um, there was actually a clause in the contract that some studio had had to be there to oversee mm. every decision he's making. So he's fighting with the studio halfway, you know, before his daughter dies, uh, they hired Joss Whedon to do some script, 
some script work because he was still working with Marvel at the time. And he he had finished working with Marvel. He had just did um he had just did um the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron. And uh, oh, which don't let me forget about that because there's a line he took from Age of Ultron and directly wrote it into his version of uh of um I mean word from word pretty much uh in um his in Wheaton's in Wheaton's cut okay. of uh, um god damn it, Justice League. Anyway, um so they hired Whedon to um to work on his, you know, on the script. And then in his absence, they just kind of, we just kind of like, well, why not, why not just direct this? And they were like, yeah. And then when Snyder came back, it was pretty much a, um, uh, you can bow out or we can fire you. So he bowed out, but he took his top that had the, uh, had an assembly cut, this cut, mm-hmm. uh, obviously just without special effects and all that stuff, but this cut on his, on his laptop. So he took that. And yeah, they did they did Whedon's thing. It failed, <laughs> and uh, and um, um, everyone you know was mad at him. And uh, they you know Whedon made the made his cut, and then uh, the studio asked could they have it. He's like, no. Uh, if you know, the, the, over the negotiations, they agreed on seventy million to to f- touch up what he shot. Now he shot. 30 extra minutes for this movie because his, his cut was uh, four hours, but he wanted to round stuff up because they're supposedly not doing a second mm-hmm. one. He said he was out of the superhero business after this. And um, or at least working with the, you know, DC people and um, or Paramount. Um, so um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, so that, yeah, okay. You know, the after 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 the movie came out, you know, so now the movie's out and it's his vision, I guess. But I'm I'm rambling. But let me just go on with my list of what I have problems with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mentioned too much. All the side stories that go nowhere, like the Icelandic people. Uh, what is up with okay? There's a lot of shots where uh, they're just jerk off shots. There's shots of like mm-hmm. when you're a director, you're like, oh, that would be so cool to see. I'm gonna make it. It doesn't really fit anything, but I'm gonna do it. Like Aquaman walking out to uh, I think Tom Waits or something into the ocean. He cra- He throws the bottle down. It was used in the trailer, but never a Whedon's cut of the movie. But it was used in Zach's version. And he throws, he's drinking, and he throws down the bottle, and yeah. he goes in, you know, it's a storm, and he just no, it was just cool the to look water. Yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. And, and why would he break the bottle and throw it in the ocean? He's he, he, <laughs> That's his home. What is he Speaking doing? Speaking of that, and I want to ask silly. you a question that's really stupid, but I heard it on this TV show. Where did the Atlanteans go to the bathroom? Yeah. I mean, do they just yeah, shit and pee right question. in their own living rooms <laughs> and it just floats away? Is there shit and pee floating in all of their house? I mean, what, what what happens to it? Where do they go? Maybe maybe they have like a toilet like like we do 
Except they do like that air I bubble guess. thing. And then I don't know. I, when I heard that question, I was like, Maybe. holy shit, that is a great question. <laughs> what do they do? Huh. Never. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I'm sorry. I just wanted to lighten yeah, the mood with, with that breaking the bottle thing. And then you said in his house. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> shit in your house. And just breaking bottles in your house. It's both the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, one thing I like. It was, yes, you uh, did. Granny goodness, you got to see Granny goodness and and actually see Dark that Side. Was cool. uh, you know, Granny goodness that was kind of cool. That was so cool. But it's just as. But the movie, it just is not. It's just there's just it doesn't really do anything new. It's just a mm-hmm. lot of scenes that you don't need, a couple that you do. And it's and it's prettier to look at. That's it that does not. That's not four hours of my life. I mean, I had to watch it. Yeah, I was saying you can't watch it straight. Watching it during the you know week. work week. Yeah, so I watched that. You know, well, half of it and then caught the other half the following day. But it's just. Um, oh, uh, Age of Ultron. It's just. Oh, okay. Remember the scene where um, in Whedon's cut, where he's he's talking to Batman, and Batman he's like he's scared, he doesn't know what to do, and Batman's like just oh, say, yeah, yeah, save that fa- yeah, family, which yeah, I'm glad they're cut out. Family for no reason was in there. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that yeah was, you got the you got the yeah. Flash pushing a car. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, anyway. Um, uh, he goes, just save one person. You save one person, and and uh, you save one person. That's all I ask you to do. You do that, and you're 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 you know you belong in the Justice League. Now, in Age of Ultron, Hawkeye is talking to Wanda, and Wanda is like cowering cowering down in the house or in a in some area of what what's getting blown up and he's like she's like I don't know what to do he's like all you have to do is try and save one person he says you I remember step that out this door oh my you're God, an avenger just focus on just work on just we wrote both, oh, both you're scripts. right I remember that so, now yeah you save uh, one person yeah, that's all you need to uh, worry about and you're an avenger just save one person he plays oh shit Oh, yeah! Can you actually? He plagiarized himself. <laughs> I don't know. He's that's he, what I mean. Could you? The really, same writer. Well, I don't know. I, I that's hilarious to me to even to even think about yeah, that. That's hilarious to think about, though. Essentially, essentially, I guess Marvel could make it to DC, but the same guy did both yeah. things. So I really yeah, I don't doubt, think there's anything you could do about you it. You know what I mean? Uh, but still, but I liked it. I just thought right. that it would, and I liked the fact that they brought back Jared Leto because I liked his Joker. I thought his Joker was so different from everybody else's take that it belongs in the long, great line of Jokers. Like the guys, like the two Jokers from uh, Gotham belong in that too. Oh. And he belonged in this because he was a yeah. true psychopath. I mean, he had no feelings for anybody. You know, the Joker, uh, uh, Heath Ledger played was an anarchist. He was he was different. Leto made a different Joker. Comp- 
completely different from anything we've ever seen. And people didn't like him, and I don't know why. I liked his difference. I liked the fact that he was brand new. I... Well, we've talked about this before, and what I what I right. say is, what do you expect him to do? It's been done so many yeah. times, and well, so many times. So, so, what do you expect him to do? He's had a totally different take, and I didn't have a problem with it either. But I had a problem with that <laughs> epilogue. Why do we need a half hour epilogue? And why do we need an epilogue? And that right. entire scene is only a setup right because for they the didn't tell Justice you that League Joker that stole we something. are not getting that can fix all of this that Batman needs. And he's not going to, for some reason, he's not telling Batman where it is for some reason. They never gave, they never told you that part of it. I watched a video on it and they said that the Joker has some piece of technology that can fix everything. And, and Batman needs it, which is the only reason why he's tolerating the yeah. Joker and hasn't, this Batman hadn't killed him yet. I like, I like, yeah, yes. well, yeah, and they all all know about the multiverse. So because he goes, how many, you know, how many, how many times we got to do this yeah. and, until you grow set pretty much. And um, okay, okay, you can look this up. It's gonna sound crazy, but you can look this up if you don't believe me. Um, Snyder had planned well, four. Justice how could you movies. do? Wow. Okay. I think four or um, five. Okay. 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 Just let me just let me get it all out before you have your before you have okay before you have your questions because this is fucking crazy. I thought it was crazy when I heard it. I looked it up. It is all true. So over the course, what that that uh, post apocalyptic Mm -hmm. scene or possible future is something that was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Justice League 2 so those are the survivors you know it's a, you know, a dead shot no, Deathstroke. no, no that's a, well, no, he's not dead shot that's um, Deathstroke thank you and uh, Batman the, Cyborg, fl- the Flash and the Mira uh, what's her name Amber Heard's <laughs> yeah Mira and um, so they're mm-hmm. they're fighting uh, they're trying to you know kill superman and uh over the course of these four movies this is remember the joker said he goes i like this i like i like the uh the delivery the way uh um affleck delivered it he's like you know when we get what we need to do yeah, I like and that when I kill you. Oh, oh, and I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was he like, man, he's not the best man we grew up with, he, dude. He he's like, shit. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you understand, <it>, right? <laughs> and he, and he's, like, yeah. he's almost like he's answering himself. <laughs> oh, and I will fucking kill you. Uh, and remember, Joker goes, "Well, who's I thought that was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, you a reach around." No, I don't. I didn't get. I didn't know why. You know, he said, but you know why he says that? Oh no! Because at one point, I don't know if it's going to be in the second movie, but it was in this four movie. So I, I guess this scene is movie three or movie four. Who knows? He said he had four movies planned, um, but it's not going to happen. Right. But then again, never say never because mm-hmm. they said this wasn't going to happen. And money talks. 
So um, Batman goes to visit the Joker about something. Joker had orchestrated uh, something that made it look like he was mm-hmm. trying to escape, but he was actually trying to draw Batman in. Batman is now locked in there, not not the Joker locked out. or uh, Joker's not... He's locked in there with them. Joker has something set up to where no. Batman is overwhelmed. No. While he's held down, he is oh, raped. Oh, stop. I swear to God, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Mm. All, all right, let me let me get it out. He, he rapes Batman. And um, over the course of these movies, Batman... And be in in the in the while Superman's gone, Batman and and um, yes, now that I heard about, yeah, that uh, was part Lois of it. And, uh, have yeah. a thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you heard she gets pregnant. It's Bruce's baby. Uh, I forget what I don't know what the situation is. I just know the outcome that Bruce uh has a choice to either sacrifice himself or let uh. Or let um, that's why Martha die, that. and he keeps letting Martha die, and that's and that's why Superman's holding those ashes uh-huh. in that scenario that that cyber that vision that cyborg stuff those ashes that's yeah and, and then Darkseid puts his hand on his on his Superman's no, shoulder. No, I know, but Joker Th- also that said, was Lois. And when are you going to have the balls to just die instead of letting everyone else? That's why he said that. Yeah. Oh, that's a little deeper than I thought because I was yeah. like, I only know that he he didn't let um, Jason Todd die, but he kind of did in a way, I guess, by not killing the Joker. And I thought that's what he was talking about. I didn't know oh. that he was talking about Martha and Lois, that Batman could have died and saved them, but chose to save himself. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow. Okay, that, that changes that whole that whole speech. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it again after we close up. But that that changes the demeanor, of the yeah. whole speech. Also, did you notice when the Manhunter visited Lois in her apartment, she had a pregnancy test in her drawer? That you know, I thought I was thinking Superboy, right? But now I now I'm thinking that's Bruce's kid. She's testing for. Oh man, this next one would have been cold as shit if it, if they make it oh man i I'd, I'd be first in line to see this one that's that's a lot of story to work with that's a lot of shit to work with i like it i like it a lot oh man yeah. jesus that's a lot to, to, to dive into <coughs> so anyway oh that space we're on, now we're on, why in the fuck is know. martian yeah. manhunter in this movie why <laughs> other, other than this, other than to say we have Martian Manhunter in this movie because the yeah, way he is he in wants, this, he inserted wants. or shoehorned in is ridiculous. It makes no sense. <clears throat> Why would he meet Lois and say that little speech if he's not getting involved? Because the whole time I saw that, it's like, okay, we're going to see him again, especially since his powers, he could. He's not as strong yeah, as Yeah, at least in this, powers are yeah, closer in this to universe, you're right. Absolutely. He's the closest so thing I, to Wolf Superman. He can hold his own. He can't win, yeah, but he can slow him down quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Oh, this is good. We're gonna see that happen." Never see him again until the very end, where he introduces himself. So you mean to tell me you're just after they fix everything, you're willing to say, "All right, I'm 
let's let's uh you know he's basically giving him the Samuel yes. Jackson at the end yep. of the movie. Your world is bigger yep. now. You you know now you're God, good call. He's basically giving him that too. speech yeah, to call. Batman at the end. So so I was like, why why are why didn't you get involved then? It's, it's, it's reminded me of how stupid. That's why I hate as much as I defend Star Wars. I will jump on any bandwagon that's panning <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker because that movie sucks. There's a scene where force ghosts react to physical matter. I was like, so you guys <laughs> just watched everyone get slaughtered. You could have helped. So that is that. So is that what Ma- Martian Manhunter's saying? Oh, so you you could you knew what was going on because you were interacting with everybody, but you didn't come help when they needed it. When when it was down to the Flash having to having to what go back in time, I had to explain that. I got an argument, not an argument, but debate with someone. Someone's like, "Well, why didn't you get Flash to reverse everything if he's going to reverse some other box?" But I, I, I yeah. hate, to, yeah, I hate to, you know, he doesn't have the cosmic treadmill yet. That is, but I just know that he can't do it yet. I don't know why, but I don't think he understands <laughs> his powers yet. You know, completely. He doesn't because he no, has, I said understand. I understand yeah, them. Well, he, he hasn't figured no, he out has everything he that he can do because there are iterations of the oh, Flash yeah. in the comics, like I've said before, that can run across the universe one into the other in twelve days. You know, he he actually is with his speed, yeah, yeah. more powerful in a lot of ways than Superman because he can he can be literally everywhere at once. Absolutely, that's how powerful he is. But he's He's a he. This Barry Allen is kind of goofy, and he's really nice, and I don't think he would really think to do that, you know. Because on the JLA, the animated series, when Luthor took over his body, you could start to see how powerful he was because couldn't nobody get him off that ship, off the out of the tower. He was so powerful, couldn't nobody get him out. So him reversing everything, I was like, no, not yet. He's still new to this you got to give him time to figure out what he can do. Cause he was still talking about not breaking rules for God's sake. Well, he, but he also said, yeah. you know, if he goes super fast, it, time gets a little wonky. So, you know, I, I'll, you know, if you work hard to, to, if you just work hard to tell a good story, I'll excuse fuzzy, fuzzy science, right. you know, I'll, but if you can make me get on board, I can get on board. But but this okay. This is something that's that was in the Whedon cut, and the and I was hoping uh, that um, Snyder fixed it. But no, he made the same dumb, stupid, fucking retarded mistake that it just takes me right out of the movie. Okay, Superman's ship is where it was where it crashed. They didn't, you know, they crashed there. They built a facility I I around it because they're trying it to understand this alien tech. Yeah. Why? Well, even if it's not, even if it's not, I know because they don't know of the fortress salt. They just know about the ship. But, 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 you know, I, I'm willing to. That's fine. But what is fucking stupid is why would Superman be buried in a regular grave? They know of this. They knew he was a Superman. Why is he? But wasn't buried Clark in Kent a regular, buried in a regular he's grave? Not an Superman. Alien. They. Or did they know they were one and the same? 
They, I once so. they both died, I'll they roll had with to you that they, they should have known, but I don't know they if they had to know. I I'll say they they had to. I'll but I don't see how you could correlate a beat writer from a a, a newspaper to basically God, and both are missing. I don't see how you make that connection, unless Lois or Martha says, "Yeah, Clark was Superman." How could you not know? Superman died. Hey, that guy that kind of looks like Superman, he's not here. Clark, where's Clark? Oh, Clark's dead. Come on. Uh, you know what? I, I don't. I totally think it's stupid. Okay. But let's say let's say that they, they they don't know. That's fine. Why when they're digging him up? Yes. They, okay, they've already established that Dark Side is coming. We have to get you guys all on the same page because time is of the essence. Yes. We don't have weeks. We don't have months. Mm -hmm. We have days. We have to figure this out. You have two guys that could get Superman's grave out in seconds. Seconds. But no, we're going to have Wonder Woman and Aquaman have a philosophical conversation while they wait for the two fastest men in their group to dig something out with their hands. And they have a hot conversation about how hot Wonder Woman is or how old Wonder Woman is. Get the entire fuck out of here. That is uh, stupid writing. I, I understand. I think it's a little stupid nitpicky, but I get it. Writing. I get it. It pulls me. You see Marvel doing dumb shit like that? And tell me if it's nitpicky no, then. No, you don't. You see them making no, these same stupid mistakes? You don't. You don't. And, and and guess what? If you catch one, they fucking I think sometimes it in the next we movie, compare Marvel to DC like somebody comparing uh, Muhammad Ali to Mike Tyson in a lot of ways, where we know Marvel's better. We know Marvel's the GOAT, the greatest of well, all time. But DC has some pretty powerful moments too, and they're not. This I think Zach's. I think this cut for me kind of makes up for some of the bad, dumb shit they've done. Yeah, they had some bad moments in this, as most movies do, with the exception of a lot of Marvel stuff. Marvel's been really fortunate that they've they've hit the nail on the head every time they swing the hammer, except for Thor two. Every time they swing the goddamn hammer, they come flush down on that nail head. Every time. And I'm like, this can't continue. You're not this good. It's like a guy who makes 100 straight free throws. Odds are you're going to miss now. <laughs> and the Marvel, it's like, odds are you're going to fuck up again. I don't know when it's going to be, but you're going to fuck up again. You can't keep this up. And I think DC's gotten their fuck-ups out of the way. I hope they've learned from them. And I hope that they can find a way to put Zack Snyder in charge of the universe and go from there. But I don't know if they will, because like you said, money talks. I don't know. I just thought that this movie made up for a lot of failings. You know. Well, like, okay, I hate Justice League. Justice yes. League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't hate it. 
it's fine. Am I going to go out Why? and own this and add it to my collection of movies? Yeah. No. Yeah, if it's on thing. TV, and so I know you will, but you like <laughs> you, 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 anyway, <laughs> you, you know, but I'm not, I don't fucking, I don't like Justice League when everyone came out. I was like, man, fuck that movie. And now I'm like, well, this movie, you know, it's okay. I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate no. it. It's fine. I don't think it needs to be four hours. Will I sit and revisit this in no, four hours? Too long. I don't or, be or four hours again? No. Is there a scene? Is there a scene or two I like that I watch again, like Wonder Woman's thing, or, or the, um, or um, you know, some of the action scenes towards the end, which he made it a lot more cohesive. I like the My Man stuff a little more subtle with Aqua Bro than Whedon's version. Oh, that's another thing I was gonna say. Whedon's a piece of shit, man. It's so it is so obvious that Whedon's cut was because uh you know everyone hated Whedon got there um he was you know hired after Zach was fired off the movie so you know everybody liked Zach everybody there they didn't have a problem with him the the the, the crew and the and the cast but uh Whedon got you know so you're 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 coming to someone's set where everyone loves the director and he's leaving because of a tragedy and you're the guy to just kind of took the job from under him you're going to be met with a little bit of hostility so you're going to want to like send out an olive yeah. branch because you have to work with these people right. to be creative which is a little it's, co- it's collaborative you can't job. do it alone yeah <laughs> so his yeah exactly exactly but his his um his attitude was i'm the boss mm. i'm the boss fuck you pretty much and ray was one of the few people that gave him pushback i guess um gal gadot backed up ray fisher saying yeah i had an issue with with um with um she had an issue with uh, whedon and then she talked to their bosses and then she then Whedon didn't have a problem with her anymore and she didn't have a problem with him anymore he just if it wasn't about business he was out of her face so yeah but I think the reason Ray, you know, that he could get to Ray, so he was like, I'm just going to cut him out. You know, because I guess before the reason they fired Zach is because he turned in a three and a half hour cut and said, This is the cut I want. This is the cut that makes sense. And then, you know, when his daughter killed herself and he left and then came back, and then he's like, You know, he figured he'd bury himself in his work. But since his, you know, since, it's a kind of a real struggle at home. And then you come to work and you have to fight with your studio every day. That's when he was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. You can give it to Josh because that's what you want to do anyway. And so they told Josh, we want this story compressed. I mean, I'll give him a little bit of leeway because they want him to compress this whole story in two hours. I mean, just to get everybody introduced, you need more than two hours. I mean, you don't need four, but you definitely need more than two. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got it at like two hours and five minutes or something. So uh, that's why it's so disjointed. It doesn't really jive well. But after after Wheaton, or after Wheaton, after, so when Zach got this, uh, God damn, I almost forgot where I was going again with this fucking. You're getting, you're, oh, you're, you're, you're getting old, son. You're getting old. <sighs> God damn it, I forgot my I'm I lost my goddamn point. 
Yes, you do. These goddamn tangents. Uh, I have a point, and then I Josh lose Whedon, the point. Piece of shit. <laughs> um, there it is. Oh, oh yeah. So all the cuts with Ray Fisher were told. I mean, were totally personal. So when Ray yeah. was going off about how Josh sucks because he just basically cut him out of the movie. I mean, all those scenes. Only new stuff Ray said he he said um Zach said he reshot all of Ray's scenes because uh they were shot all the ones that were shot with um Whedon were shot poorly, which wow. was probably on purpose so he could cut him out of it. No, he didn't, but because he had no arc at all. And and now and then you find out not only has he has an arc like some of the other characters, all the other mm-hmm. characters. Or at least three, because they really go deep on the three. Because they because Wonder Woman already had a movie, movie, and Superman already had a movie, and Batman, you know, Batman's Batman. Yeah, so they only went deep on three, but, um, but he he said uh, he said only part he shot was like the you're calling you're calling Josh Whedon a piece of shit because of his inability to get along with uh, the actors in a collaborative way. And you're saying that Ray Fisher, who was pretty pissed off about being cut out of basically the movie, and he, I remember him saying that he was never going to play Cyborg again. There it is. Oh, that's right. Uh, that was my point. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Uh, they, the reason he's kind of in movie jail is, or at least with Paramount, is because not what he said about Josh Whedon, it's because of what he said about Joss Whedon's because Joss Whedon's bo- their boss, the studio head, he kind of co-signed everything Joss wanted because that was the director. So um, they took away the Cyborg movie, which probably was going to happen anyway. But um, and they cut him out. They they're, they're not putting him in because it was the Flash was going to be kind of a buddy thing between him and uh, Flashpoint was going to you know going to have heavily heavily have Cyborg in it. And but uh, he's not in it now, and it's because of all the shit he said about the studio. I mean, if he if he kept it just about jo- about Joss, it would have been fine. But he started talking about the studio, so I think that's why they mm-hmm. kind of cut him out, and that's why he won't be back in any more DC stuff. But you know, he's buddies with Zach, so if Zach brings him back, if they bring Zach back, yeah, I, he'll be back. I, I just didn't eventually. realize how important. Cyborg was to the to the movie, you know. By that by that first cut, it's like that first. Now that I watch the yeah. Zack Snyder cut, I realize how jumbled the first one was and how incoherent it really was. Oh yeah, I mean it just one minute it's dark, next minute they're joking, then it's dark, then they're joking, and it's like I don't know. And Henry uh, uh, Cavill's uh, must fake the mustache they CGI'd over. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at here? This is awful. You guys haven't done anything right in this movie. Nothing. And I maybe that's why I'm so high on this yeah. one, because this is what I expected more than anything was something along the lines of what the Zack Snyder's cut turned out to be. I expected this. I expect to see Dark Side. I expect to see Granny Goodness. You know, which to me was the best part. I actually expect to see Big Barter and Mr. and Mr. Miracle. To be honest, I expect at least to hear their names. 
I was a little disappointed that I didn't hear their names, but I got to see Granny Goodness, and mm-hmm. goddammit, Ed Asner is still alive. Hurry up and make a Granny Goodness movie with Ed Asner as the voice. Hurry, before he dies. The man's on death's door. Hurry, please. <laughs> you know who I thought would make a good Granny Goodness? I don't know why, but when I saw... I forget what movie it was or what show it was. Oh, it was that one that uh, Ana DuVernay did with uh, Chris, Chris Pine, Pine. Uh, Chris and Pine? the Little Mixed Girl? Let's see. No, yeah, he played the girl's the mixed girl's father. Uh, Ana DuVernay directed it, but there's a scene where Oprah's in it, and her hair's all white and kind of puffy. And I was a like, wrinkle Oprah in time would make a great Granny Goodness. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Oprah is has a. Uh, I oh God, I see it. Yeah, she does. Eloise was watching on TV once, and oh my and I was like, God, she really do. You see, she looks like Granny Goodness. When I saw that, I was like, she's got straight white like, hair. Damn. It's like, and it's kind damn, of frizzy. And she's right in this there. weird costume. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Granny Goodness. Oh my God, that's that's who I would can't put in this. But thing is, I would want her to look just like this. Yeah, yeah, that's Granny Goodness. And Granny Goodness is kind of. Yeah, well, Granny Goodness yeah, is kind of right. all of color anyway, so she could be black or white. Who knows? Or well, she's Goodness a you know, new god, so she's not. But she's she neither. sounds, but she sounds so much like your grandmother. But she's like Granny. Oh, she wants fucking... you to be good now. <laughs> it's like you're terrifying, Granny. <laughs> oh, she's fucking terrible. She's fucking. Oh God, yeah. And she's super she, powerful. She decided like, to fight that. on one of the Justice League <laughs> animated uh, episodes, and I was like, oh man. Um, I wonder why the Valkyries are afraid of her. <laughs> she kicks ass. It's like, it's like having, you know, it's like, well, yeah, she's a, yeah, she fights alongside Dark Side. She's, well, yeah. you know, she's, yeah, he's, he's no joke. Who people uh, just let people know, uh, Dark Side right. is not a, yeah, Thanos he's a Dark Side it's, it's the other way around. Dark Side, they, yeah. I mean, it's like is is what is it? Uh, Hawkeye and Green yeah. Arrow. I can't remember who came first, but one of them's a ripoff of the other one. You know. Yes, I think. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. It's like that's Green a ripoff. Um, I could be wrong. Lobo's a ripoff of Wolverine. Straight up ripoff of Wolverine. They were actually making fun of Wolverine when they made Lobo. They did not expect Lobo to catch mm-hmm. on. And I'm like, but you gave the voice a job to Brad Garrett. And Image had who did Image have? Image had like uh, uh, they had the Pit, which was just the Hulk, and they had did they? They had uh, they had a character that was a ripoff of Lobo. That. Yes, I he's the one so. that's as powerful as Superman. Lo- Lo- Lobo is DC, right? Smidge more powerful than Superman. Lobo Lobo had his head lopped off and regenerated. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's nigh unkillable for the most part. I mean, he doesn't die, and you can't kill him and. He's not afraid of Superman, yeah. which yeah. if you notice, like in the movie, which I thought was interesting, is the mother boxes were afraid of Superman. That's why they didn't transmit. And I was like, what? They're afraid of him. Yeah. I like I didn't realize well, fact, that this Superman was like like Superboy Prime, that yeah, powerful. Was, where the, that was afraid they were afraid of him. That's that's impressive. I didn't put that together until uh after the movie was I was like, why would they be afraid of him? Oh shit. He must be more powerful than he's letting on in this uh, in this movie, you know, because he just he whooped Steppenwolf like he was a child, like he was a child. 
Oh yeah. And that, I I like how they just he just they just beat I like how they just beat the yeah. fuck out of him. I mean Superman burned his horn off and ground him, pound him, and then um and then yeah, Wonder Woman a final like, Yeah, here you go. Here's one more out, like, Yeah. And take that with and me. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, see, I, I, I like those moments, but there's like not said, enough of those moments for it, me to call it, it, it good. It cleared up the first it's just one. Not enough. It, it just made me erase the first one, which I'll probably never, ever watch again unless I want to see something terrible. It, um, it, 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 it set up the, the future of DC if they want it pretty well uh because like you said the next one is gonna have to be how do we you know stop superman because he's he's dark side i think in this next one was supposed to get the anti-life equation take over superman's mind and make him believe that that bruce killed lois and that he's just and he goes nuts and takes over everything and then how do you stop a god how do you stop two gods you don't um and then i think the third one could easily yeah. be Brainiac, uh, and that could easily be a two-parter. If depending on depending on how ba- how much of a badass you write Brainiac as, oh yeah, he's... easily be two parts. And then the fifth one, who knows what it could be, but that could easily be the next three. So they set up those pretty well to me, and I I loved it. Well, it's, eh, well, I did not. Um, <laughs> it it doesn't seem like. Um... They're going to do this, though. Snyder says he's out. Studio says they're calling this. They said the Snyder's cut is not in continuity with what they plan on doing. And they called his movie. They said it is a, um, a DC call. Well, it depends on how much money it makes. It depends on how many yeah, people liked it. Whether or not they, they hold the right, like women do, to change their minds. And... Had to be sexist and go there. Yes, you, you, you I had did. To, yes, you said I go there, didn't you? <laughs> and on that, uh, on that, folks, we're gonna go. We, uh, I am getting obviously with my lapse in conversation focus. I am ready for bed, and uh, yeah, two, <laughs> and two twenty-two. We're, we're two hours in. Over two. Over over two hours. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, peace. folks. Um, We'll see you next week. Uh, testing. Gabby, try your mic. Just say Hello. Hi. Okay, you're registering. Right, that's cool. Like I see, I see the lines moving. Yeah. <laughs> the audio Ooh. link. Uh, la 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 la. <laughs> All right. Hi. <laughs> All right, I'm going to um. I'll do a quick introduction of the show, and then we'll get going, okay? All right. Okay. All right, give me uh, a few seconds. Hello, I'm Damon, and this is Sunday Morning Classics. Now, um, before we get started with this podcast, I'll just explain what this podcast is. Uh, when I was a kid... Uh, I was a big movie geek. I loved movies. And um, my grandmother, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother, and she would introduce me to a lot of older films. Uh, I'm, I love all genres of film, but 
I tend to like more horror movies, and she couldn't really deal with that, so uh, she introduced me to a lot of the movies she liked, like uh, the long, tra- the long, long, long trailer, uh, Them, 1959 movie Them, um, uh, <clears throat> movies of uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, a lot of the old animal uh, animal attack movies from the 70s like Grizzly and Alligator and and movies of that ilk. Anyway, um, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother watching these. We do it like every, usually Saturday or Sunday afternoons when I would go over there. And uh, I wanted to pass it on to my daughter. Uh, my daughter is a bit of a cinephile also, my daughter Eloise. Uh, say hello, Eloise. Hi, I'm Eloise. <laughs> and um, uh, every Sunday or every other Sunday we get together and we watch a movie that I deem a classic or a movie that I really like. Sometimes she'll like it, sometimes she'll not. Um, it has to be a movie 25 years or older to be deemed a classic. And granted, most of these movies are movies I grew up watching, so they're they're older than 25 years. Who invented these rules? I did. <laughs> so... Um, we are, uh, this is our debut episode. We're here, which just so happens, uh, Elvis had a sleepover. Her friend Gabby, say hello, Gabby. Hi. And she watched uh, our first uh, episode. She watched, uh, we watched, I introduced them both to Independence Day. Yeah, Will Smith and um, 1996. All right. So I'm just reading off of an well, iPad. Let, I don't let, actually know. <laughs> well, well, I'll do that and then we'll get into it. Uh, the movie we watched today was uh, Independence Day, 1996. It starred uh, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman, Will, Will Smith. Smith. And um, hold on. All right, I'm going to have to edit that. Do not talk over me. When we're doing a podcast, we each take turns talking. You do not interrupt, okay? It just it makes it hard to edit and hard to hear when there's more than one person talking at the same time. Once I do my introductions, then it's an open conversation. Then you okay. can chime in. But when you I'm doing it, well, no, I'm just going to edit this all out. All right. When I, I'll cut all this out, so okay. you won't even know. You won't even know. You won't even know. <laughs> so, um, Independence Day. We just finished watching it. Um, on a scale of one to five, what did you guys give it? I um I'd probably give it a, like um a 4. I actually really liked the movie. Thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Some parts are confusing and gross, but I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh what about you, Gabby? I think I would rate it a 4 and a half. Okay. Of, out of 5 stars. It you know, was really good, but um it started off a little bit slow. Very. In fact, I, when I introduced you guys to the movie, I hadn't watched this movie in a very long time, and some of the stuff was a little, a little slow. It was a lot slow. In fact, I think I said it's a little slower than I thought. Like in most movies, when you know, like it's even in the name that they have like a secret power or something, and you have to wait for them to figure it out and how to use it, and then the movie starts. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of, it was a lot of melodrama too. Like a lot of. 
Let's have a talk. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. So for people who don't know, I'll give a quick synopsis. I mean, come on. If you're listening to this podcast, you know Independence Day. The aliens are coming, and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's weapon is their will to survive. And it was a little bit cheesy. I was literally about to say it was very cheesy. Yeah. (laughs) It was cheesy, but at the same time, it was fun. So I, I get it. Yeah. Um, what did you like most about it? Um, what did I like most? I probably liked... Okay, so don't get me wrong. Don't call me creepy or anything. I like... Not in real life, of course. But I like watching movies that have destruction. <laughs> oh, no. I get it. That's why Godzilla movies are so popular. You know. Like, we watched... Um, Gabby and I recently had a sleepover. We watched Titanic. I was just waiting for the part where the iceberg hit the ship. Like, I wanted destruction. My favorite part was probably when the aliens, um, uh, the aliens shot the Earth for the first time, and then it, like, destroyed everything within a 500-mile radius. Mm Mm-hmm. All over the world. What about you, Gabby? Um, my favorite part was probably when, hmm, it's hard. I think I liked it when the they were just getting like on they were fighting the ship mm-hmm. since there was a lot of explosions <laughs> and I really like explosions. <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah, it was you know when I, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and I thought it was fun, but it. And some of some of the special effects hold up. I mean, this is a twenty five year old movie. I mean, you know, special effects now are obviously better. What do you guys say, sweet? Definitely. Like before we watched Independence Day this morning, last night we watched mm-hmm. about the movie's worth equivalent of bad trailers <laughs> oh. of the stupidest movies ever created. Like here's some examples. Like, I know it doesn't sound bad, but like cruel jaws. Like, go look it up, watch the trailer. It is hilarious. Different sharks edited together, stock footage. Yeah. And the worst ones, two, uh, two of the worst ones, were Llamageddon and Ouija Shark. Oh, my God, I forgot about Ouija Shark. <laughs> yeah. It's about, like, a ghost shark that looks so fake and not even scary and they summon it using a Ouija board that they find on the beach with a planchette that has no hole. <laughs> yeah, another one, I, I know it wasn't the same, wasn't last night, but we, we watched a really terrible, hilarious trailer, a killer sofa. Killer sofa. Oh but, it was, but it's not really a sofa, it's a recliner. It was hilarious because the name of the movie is Killer Sofa, and when I say the word sofa, the thing that comes to mind is maybe like a couch or a futon. But the killer sofa is a recliner, and they even call it a recliner in the actual movie trailer. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> so, um, I guess uh, you guys gave it a four out of five. I gave it a three. I probably would have given it a four point five when I saw it initially back in 1996. But uh, watching it again, eh, it's a little cheesy, but it's fun. So um, uh, we will, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Ellie, she has something to say? 
Uh, my second favorite part, I was just, I forgot to say it. Oh, okay. Was um, when, I don't know the name of the actual person, but Will Smith and his wife, mm-hmm. or no, not wife yet, his girlfriend at mm-hmm. the time, um, they were fighting on whether Will, I'm just going to call him Will because I don't know his name. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> Will had to leave, and when he was getting into the car, he saw their kid driving, and he's like, here, I have a gift for you. And they're firecrackers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the boy's like five. Yeah. He's like, here, I got you some firecrackers. This is like big bottle rockets. <laughs> you know what's funny? I never thought about how ridiculous that is until you brought that up. But yeah, he's giving like, I would never have given you a, a, a bag of fireworks at five. Here, go play with these. <laughs> we, we, um, while we were watching the movie and um and laughing about this, we made up this really funny thing, like all the rules that you should do and like launch a bottle rocket. If you see a van, stop it and get in it. Free unwrapped candy, free candy, bonus. Eat it. Mental and physical scars, bonus. <laughs> so what were you gonna say, Gabby? Um, I just think that the I like I'm giving the movie a little credit that they actually made the aliens not just some like cheesy costume. emoji costume aliens, yeah. but like real aliens. Yeah, they looked they looked like, like a cross between squids and I don't know, something else. Squids and I was gonna say like the classic alien. Like it was pro- it was a cross. Like the greys? Like, yes, yes, exactly, like those. Okay. By the way, I learned about that from an epic book in for third grade. <laughs> <laughs> about the greys, like, there was this, like, book on epic that I always used to read over and over because it was, like, this paranormal series. Uh-huh. And I read about ESP and Bigfoot and... <laughs> oh, wow. The Sixth Sense. <laughs> I used to read, uh, God, there was just, it was just a bunch of old books that used to be, uh... It was just like a book about Frankenstein, a book about I just old old horror books that weren't scary, but it was the closest thing I could get. So, um, you guys have anything else to say before we wrap up, or do you have anything to add? Oh, I have something to add to sure. the trailers. We also watched this trailer about the six-headed shark attack. Oh, that's oh right! Oh my god! Not one, not two, not three, not four, but six. six. Headed, headed shark, shark attack. We, we made it into this funny little thing where it's like, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but, but six-headed six. shark attack. <laughs> and there was even like a sequel. There was like a two, three, four, and five-headed shark attack before six. My still my favorite one was Ghost Shark 2. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a Ghost Shark 1. But there was a two. Okay, so here's something I had to say. The execution in this movie was terrible. Like, Oh, wait, which one are we talking about? Oh, uh, we're talking about Ghost, uh, Ghost Shark 2. Yes. So he's like, I'm not a ghost hunter or a shark hunter. I'm a ghost shark hunter. And anyway. He said it with a straight face. <laughs> uh, and also, it was just. They weren't even trying to make it. We didn't even see the ghost shark. It was just people punching themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We never saw the shark. And no. also, the funniest scene was just people. There was this one guy <laughs> who just kept ripping his shirt off and screaming. He kept, all he was screaming was ghost shark. Ghost shark! 
Ghost Shark! <laughs> and this was what, what, what made it even sweeter is that it was never played for jokes. They played it like they were making a real <laughs> serious movie about a ghost shark that yeah. killed people. Yeah. All right, yeah. this is all right. We're way off base. <laughs> <laughs> we are way off. So off topic. Let's get back on Independence Day. So Independence Day, uh, we all liked it. It was a success. Uh, next week's movie, we don't know. We'll see what it's going to be. Um, but uh, yeah, this was the review of Independence Day, our premiere episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 minutes.